good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of uh, the Home Episode, the podcast, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, all right, in the bottom square, Lord of the Street is back in Washington State. Here's my name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? Ted, I don't like you announcing my whereabouts publicly. You know that. You know I like to move in silence and stealth. Through the alleyways, the back passages. But what's up? <laughs> yeah, I know. When you were always like, we had bad storms there. Like, yeah, I was on the 520. Like, damn it, you're back? All right, up there in the top left, get the speed golf set up. Matt Common, the producer, MCTC. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. <laughs> yeah, Matt, never reveal your position, man. You know this. Uh, yeah, Matt, there was some wild storms today, man. There was tornado warnings. Like, I mean, it's November in the Northwest. You expect that stuff. But I was like, dang. A tornado Wait. warning? Yeah, over in Kitsap. But I don't expect that ever in the Northwest. You said it like it's November. So, you know, it happens. I, I don't think I ever got a tornado warning by all my years living there. Yeah, it doesn't happen. It was crazy. <laughs> I will say this. What? Tornadoes uh, pop up places you don't expect. Because I remember, uh, like, growing up in Maryland, there was never tornadoes. And then, like, years ago, they started kind of popping up. And then, yeah, there was one in College Park. What? I was like, holy cow. Dude, but that intro when you were like, oh, yeah, tornadoes pop up in places they don't expect. I literally was expecting you to be like, so I was in College Park, Maryland, 1996. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think is coming down the road? Freaking tornado, man. I love that. <laughs> Well, trust me, it was bad, but I'm leaving out the uh, the really sad part because I don't want people to be sad at the beginning of a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, save the sad cast for February. Let's see. First of all, this might be just the cast of champions now. <laughs> Our buddy, the mayor and I, Joe, we last week or two weeks ago, we were all pumped up because he had a shutout, had a clean sheet. I had a goal. We won. Two weeks or the weekend after that, we finally won a costume a costume contest for couples at the Halloween party. <laughs> hoo, 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 hoo. Uh, Dang! Wow. I heard he had yeah. That's what, dude. You guys have been the talk of the town at work, man. The clean sheets and the goal. We were talking about it for a good like 20, 30 minutes today. <laughs> yeah. Well, to Joe's credit, those jackets he bought us to look like uh, Coach Beard and Ted Lasso were pretty good. I was kind of shocked that we won, though, because, like, that Halloween party we all usually go to, like, not not the biggest sports crowd, and definitely most people are just like, you guys look really good, but who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and people bring it, too. Like, the costumes of that party are always dialed, and so, like, that's a tough one to win. I mean, I think, like, for me, even going all out, the best of it is maybe like a third place or a fourth place. I mean, that's impressive to take home the crown, especially the couple's crown, much sought after. Congratulations, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also think my other highlight of the night was like during the contest, you got to write in, you know, best women's costume, best men's, best couple. So I'm talking to this girl and I go, how do you spell your name? She's like, mine? E-R-I-N. And I was like, no, Corella, you're dressed as Corella. How do you spell Corella? 
<laughs> Are we talking about like Cruella DeVille from uh, Dalmatians? I don't yeah. know. It was just funny because she's like, oh, E-R-I-N. And I was like, uh, I was like writing on a chair. I was like, no, Cruella. How do you spell Cruella? She's like, yep, I'm an idiot. You're right. <laughs> Wait, dude, you guys got a replacement, Aaron? Dang, that was fast, man. Like, I only moved to Austin a month ago. That was quick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she's been at the Halloween party before. So I don't know if I call her a replacement. It's okay, man. It had to happen sometime. I just, I always knew it would happen. I just never thought it'd be like that. You can have two errands. We used to have two Ted's at the tailgate. I was white. What Ted. happened to the other Ted? Oh, black Ted dominates. I, I mean, <laughs> he's a great dude. He's just, and everybody's like, why do you guys call yourself white Ted and black Ted? It's like, so we're both Ted. We're at the same tailgate. I'm white. He's black. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah. it's like, not rocket science here. <laughs> That's and awesome. Like, Right. If anybody ever called me White Ted or called him Black Ted, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, we used to tailgate together, College Park, all the tornadoes." <laughs> I might start calling you White Ted. We'll see. <laughs> I love that. Oh man! All right. Uh, I think the first thing we need to address is on this podcast. I I thought I tried to help a little bit, but we were way off. Kids are very much still pumped about Halloween. Like. <laughs> We go to parties. That is a children's. That is a children's holiday. I saw some kids on Halloween weekend. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a big, big deal." That and like, a few people called me and texted me. Were like, "Will you guys stop?" <laughs> like, people, <laughs> it's a kids' holiday. Yeah, you are so out of touch with family life and America in general. Yeah, I mean, right. were they calling us childish? No, I think. I mean, like, I'll leave out who it was, but you know, God, you know him. But he just, yeah. And he wasn't even busted chops. Just like, uh, hey, by the way, yeah, you guys are way off. He's like, it's like a massive deal for children. I was like, yep, like, yep. That makes like, sense. What, what the F are you boys talking about? It's got to be funny for him hearing about life through the perspective. Like, you know, when you turn binoculars around and everything's like further away, like hearing life through the perspective of like, you know, three like, middle-aged like bachelor type characters and he's just like yes like children do children celebrate halloween like yes for a week like what they've been excited about it for months okay that that brings me to kind of a bigger point is that and we talk i think i don't know me and mike hawk talk about all the time but i think that's just a prime example of like people are very confident in what they know but also like sometimes you gotta kind of stop down and go what are what are other people doing you know, and I get it. If, if, you know, if you're sitting around houses that don't have kids, you're like, well, this is just for adults. Like, it's like, right. I live in, I live in an area where there's not a ton of children, Capitol Hill. Right. <laughs> so it's like, right, I don't see a bunch of trick or treaters. Like, well, no, you don't live in neighborhoods where there's children. <laughs> yeah. You live you know, like the closest neighborhood to downtown. <laughs> yeah. But I also think there's a lot of issues in our country where it's like people just like, just identify with what they know and that's it. Yeah. And don't take the time to try to understand the other side. I mean, honestly, you know, the, the thing that may, always makes me think of that is um, I went to Vietnam and just we went out into like the, the countryside and you look and the the foliage is so dense and like just I mean, it's like one giant bush that's jungle for miles and there's no cutting through it. There's no like whatever. And so you think about that and you're like, oh, yeah, some guy sitting in Washington, D.C. is like, yeah, let's just send tanks over. They don't have tanks. Like, we'll win. And it's like a tank is rendered useless completely. You couldn't drive it 10 
feet. I mean, it's just like the thickest, most dense jungle ever. And you're like, oh yeah. Like once you go somewhere, you can understand a little bit better. I think it's the same divide amongst some political lines and city people and country people and Republican states and Democratic states. Like it's just tough to understand their lifestyle until you're in it. Yeah. Like I saw a guy today on Facebook, right? And he's from here. And he's going on and on about how great Georgia is. And I wanted to be like, buddy, you went in early November. Like, go to yeah. Georgia in May, June, July, August, September, even probably freaking April. Get back to me on how beautiful and comfortable Georgia is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're hitting it at prime. Dude, it's like, that's why Amazon does all the recruiting in the summer here, you know, in Seattle. Yeah. Like right. interns show up and they're like, this is the greatest city on earth. Like, and they get paid more, like I'll move there. But what they don't tell you is the other nine months of the year. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sometimes when I talk about like certain places I've been for like a tailgate tour and I'm like, yeah, I had a blast, but I go, I can't tell you a ton about that city. Like I was there for a college football game where everybody's in a real good mood and like having fun and cooking food and having drinks. Like, I don't think that's the general temperature of a college town. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're there on one of their like eight best days of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. As long as we're talking about other things, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers for a minute. Are you talking about Karen Rodgers? Oh, you call him Karen Rodgers now? I heard that today. I don't even know anything about the story. How do you not know anything about Aaron Rodgers' story? It's been like <laughs> I don't follow the news. All I heard is what I heard at work today from uh, from Rowan that he uh, that people are calling him Karen Rodgers because he maybe was not vaccinated and got COVID, and there was some controversy about whether he was or wasn't. That's really all I know. Sorry, I live under a rock, Ted. <laughs> all right. Uh, Right. So he wasn't vaccinated. Then he got COVID. And then he came out last Friday. Basically, in the in the summertime, they asked him if he was vaccinated. He said, I'm a mute. Immunized. Right. So he kind of dodged the question. And he goes, I wouldn't judge anybody on what they pick. So he like dodges the question, which is fine. Everybody kind of was like, I'm pretty sure that means he's vaccinated. But either way, then he gets COVID. And then he goes on Pat McAfee's show, which I love the Pat McAfee show. Big shout out to them. Uh, but he's talking about, you know, he took his medical advice from his friend Joe Rogan and the woke mob is coming after him and this and that. And everybody's just like, dude, chill out. Like, you, like, wait a minute. What do you mean the woke mob? Like, first of all, and I'm going to cuss a couple times here. Please, somebody fucking cancel me. Like they've canceled Joe Rogan, who gets paid $100 million. Or you've canceled Aaron Rodgers. They're so fucking scared. Who makes $40 million a year and is still a quarterback in the NFL. So first of all, the cancel culture stuff. I'm like, will you people stop it with that? But he's talking about the woke mob, this and that. So then over the last week, like, people have come out and just been like, hey, man. Like, uh, what's the dude in Buffalo that was like, I'm not getting Cole Beasley. They were like, you vaccinated? He goes, nope. I don't want to get one. Don't believe in it. So at that point, you go, okay. Like, you might not agree with his stance. You might agree with it, but you know where he is. Rogers kind of was in the middle there and then came out, like, aggressive. And it's like, well, I'm fighting against the woke mob and this and that. And it's like, nobody's coming after you. You did this your own. So then today he comes back out and it's like, you know what? I did kind of mislead people. 
Like, that's on me. Like, I'm a, I just want to get back to playing football. And it's like, right. Well, why didn't you just f-ing say that the first time? Like, this wouldn't have been a big deal. Yeah, that that's the thing. I think when you make a mistake, you just got to admit it. And I feel like that definitely would inflame some tempers. But yeah, I, I don't know about him. Get, he's, he was saying he got canceled. What does that even mean in that context? You make a $40 million a year. Or right. what's no, or 20 million is still like what that's 40, $40,000. Wait, is that $400,000 a week? Jesus, that's $400,000 a week every week. That's just like, I, to me, it's just like a throwaway term now. It's like he knew people would get on him because, you know, you got to be on one side or the other with the vaccination thing. But oh, for the record, I am back. Uh, but yeah, he just came right out. Whoa, like, whoa. The woke, the woke mob and cancel culture and this and that. It's like, what? Like, just, I don't know. Like, to me, Aaron Rodgers is just a spoiled rich ass. You know what? To me, White Ted is the woke mob. How about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, so uh, is he like suspended or what's going on with the NFL? So he couldn't play last week, right? Because of protocols. And then I think he can go back into the facility Saturday and then play on Sunday. They're playing the Seahawks. Oh, man. I would love like three more days on that band. Well, that's the other tough thing. The NFL's in a, in a rough spot there. Is it's like he's been at Halloween parties and stuff. Like, do you suspend them longer? Cause technically like if you're unvaccinated, the NFL is like, fine, you just have a different set of rules. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, to open the question up a little bit bigger, the whole, um, the, the, the stuff going on, I know a little bit about the stuff going on with the mandates for vaccines and uh, some of the large employers and stuff. I know it's causing a big controversy, in a lot of states, how, how do you think that whole thing is going to play out? Do you think it'll kind of blow over? Or do you think it's going to be a pretty divisive thing that uh, causes some follow-on effects? Well, you're right. That is a larger conversation. I'm just saying, I, I, I just assumed you'd be up on the Aaron Rodgers thing. It's been like the top story. Uh, I, to me, it's just like, right, you were asked to direct. Dad, people know what they know. <laughs> I know, but you're always like, you usually you go, well, I don't own a TV. It's like, it's all fucking Twitter or any news site you go to, newser bark but i'm like all right man uh I, yeah i didn't think to prep you with that one like said i know i know i come in a little too alternative for you sometimes you're just like god like what it, this is a, a topical pop culture podcast like what, what do you want me to talk to you about if you don't know anything <laughs> i can just like well and especially and then you'll bring up sports and i'm like oh sorry i'm not a sports guy and you're like well what what the f man what do you want me to do well, all right let me ask you this where do you where do you read news uh, I don't really read the news. I feel like it's kind of designed to like enrage people and make them sad. So I try to avoid it at all costs. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know why we're getting on this. Well, then how do you know what's going on in the world? I mean, it's tough um, to have an opinion on like things happening if you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, that's so that's the thing, actually, is I, I've noticed like that. God, this is going to piss you off, too, bro. Um, what I've noticed is that if a story is big enough, it will kind of make its way to me. So like oftentimes, like in the morning, usually I'll go get a muscle milk from, um, uh, from seven 11. I'll glance at like the headlines. So just so I have kind of a general idea or like somebody who mentioned something like today at work, um, my buddy Rowan was mentioning Karen Rogers. So I was like, okay, I kind of know like a little bit about that being a big deal. Or like, um, the guy at the airport was talking about how, um, all the, 
firefighters and cops they're losing in Portland, uh, Seattle and Austin because of the vaccine mandates. So like a kind of, you know, it percolates through the ecosystem. Occasionally I'll cruise like Twitter or Reddit, but getting more rare. Yeah, I would just caution you. You got to be careful having news come to you because that's going through two filters. Like there was a big deal in Seattle about all these police not being vaccinated. It was like 3% of the entire force. Now, there's a lot of cops that have left the force because of other stuff. But like a lot of people were making it out like it was this massive, massive thing. And it was like, dude, it was such a small percentage. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that actually is was not my understanding. So that's interesting to hear. Yeah, I think the number I heard was 300 cops had left and it was made to sound like that was vaccine related. Although I'm not surprised that it's not because that seemed really high to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to answer your question about the vaccine for jobs. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to cause a it's going to cause a, a big deal and. I don't know. I, I just always tell people, I just say, follow the money, right? Because from what I can tell, the only people that really profited a ton over this pandemic, you know, outside of obviously some pharmaceutical companies, but it's been Amazon. Amazon went through the roof, made a shit ton of money. Like, wow. I, I just, I guess I struggle with the, with the, every government, all these different countries and different governments are trying to like control people with a vaccine. Like, and we've all taken vaccines to get into colleges or for certain, you know what I mean? Like, that's the way you grow up. Like, you get vaccines. Like, they're really good and have helped out our society in thousands of ways. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, the I remember reading um, a study that they did a while ago that was basically talking about how if people are against, um, for instance, like, you know, uh, MMR or some of their early vaccines you get in your life. Um, smallpox is one and people would say they wouldn't get it. And you could explain it to them all you wanted and show research and graphs of the wazoo and it did nothing. But when you, when they showed them photos of people with smallpox, which I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it is horrific. People change their stance really quickly. And so I think it just is kind of, um, doesn't really hit home until it touches your life in a, in a way, you know? It's like, I think when communities like have people that they know die of COVID and stuff, it, it changes the, uh, the perspective. Um, but I don't know, in all fairness to people who disagree, I don't know that much about the anti-vaccine um, camp. Um, I got to assume they have at least some sort of, um, you know, I, I don't know what their platform is, I guess. So I can't throw it out completely, but I'm obviously pro-vax. Well, I think the other thing, too, with Aaron Rodgers that to me is just insulting is he's like, well, I'm a critical thinker. So I had to really do this and that. And it's like, well, so because I got a vaccine, I don't think for myself like it's just like he his tone was just insulting. And then he comes out not even a week later. And is like, yep, like, yeah, like just like, dude, right. If you had just said, yeah, I don't want to get a vaccine. I'm allergic to something in I'm allergic to something in it. OK. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of classic, like rhetoric, you know, it, it, it really discredits the other side without really having to say anything when you're just like, I'm a critical thing thinker. Cause it implies that the other side isn't, there's a lot of one liners like that, that I notice used, especially on the right, but sometimes on the left that really uh, negate the need for a serious uh, debate a nuanced debate about pros and cons or whatever. And yeah, you're right. Stuff like that really rubs me the wrong way too. Cause it's just like, 
like, you know, in this conversation, Ted, like between the two of us, like, well, one of us is not a rapist. And it's like, well, what is that? Like? <laughs> you know, it's like, what's Ted supposed to say to that? Right. It's like, so, you know, but it just like implies like a shadow of doubt on your character and you can't be like, I- I'm not a rapist, you know? Yeah. Or people are like, what about the kids? You don't care about kids? Like, well, we all agree we care about kids, but like, this, this has nothing to do with it. Not me, bro, but most people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I hear you. It's like, yeah, and those things are such cheap political points, you know, that people use them in debates. Um, and uh, it just like really distracts from the issues and the critical thought and any sort of rational or reasonable debate that moves towards an answer and it's it's a pretty cheap way to cheap and easy way to win so yeah and i feel like nowadays everybody's a victim right if somebody on the left says something everybody on the right calls them a snowflake right but if you say something about the right and then all of a sudden they're a victim and it's cancel culture and this and that it's like oh why is everybody a fucking victim and when you're a victim you're already coming at it as if like you're right, or you, you know what I mean? It's a different mentality. It's just like, Jesus, man. Like, like at the end of the day, like, you don't want to get the vaccine. Like I said, don't get it. It it doesn't bother me either way. Now, there could be consequences, but that's your person. Again, that is your actual personal freedom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, the, the reflexive between, we don't have to stay on this forever, but, but what I do think is interesting is they're like, it's my body. It's my choice. What did I do? And you're like, okay, cool. You should probably be pro-abortion then, bro. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's funny that it ends up in the same States, you know, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. All right. Here's, here's, <laughs> and this will go back to, first of all, if you've ever listened to this podcast, I've just never been a fan of Aaron Rodgers. Like, He's a great quarterback. There's no denying that. Like something about him always kind of threw me off. Wait, and second of all, when you hear Ted's nervous laugh, you know he's upset. Go ahead. So he's dating or engaged to an actress named Matt. Help me out. Shana, uh, Shana Woodley. Something like that. Right. It, it, she's a movie star, so I don't know her. So I don't watch enough. I, I terrible at movies. <laughs> so somebody posted a photo when he's supposed to be in quarantine last week of this dude that looked like him. And it's like, look at Aaron Rodgers out in California getting coffee. She puts it on Instagram and comes over the top and is like, first of all, Aaron's not in California. And then it's like, and look at the size of this dude's feet. Aaron has much bigger feet. You can tell. And then in another quote, it's like, and Aaron wouldn't be getting out of a car like that or into a car. And like, I think on Bro Bible, like people, they put up, people was like, this poor dude goes out for a coffee, happens to look like Aaron Rodgers. Then you have a Hollywood actress saying he's got a small dick in a shitty car. <laughs> I know, like, God damn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's the, the commercial for DoorDash right there. You know, like just get your coffee delivered, buddy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, let's go easy here. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, can you imagine that? Like, you go out for coffee, and then a couple of days later, you have a major Hollywood actress calling you out your manhood in your car. Ah, man, I know. Just like, poor guy, you know. (laughs) You know, all of his friends, like, blew him up immediately. Like, he heard about that from 40 people. Oh. Yeah, and also like 
you're already rich and super famous. You have, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not going to talk about your work ethic or anything else, how you got there, but you have advantages. Like, are we really going back to making fun of dick size and the car isn't cool enough? Like, what are we in eighth grade or high school? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go over one more thing because we talked about it. I'm only nervous laughing as I'm almost positive. We talked about this in the spring when I went fishing, but I did eat some delicious crabs this weekend from an awesome store. It's super expensive, but it's fresh, awesome crab, but we bought crabs for a low country boil and Cobb, I think I'll jog your memory. The low country boil comes from like South Carolina, right? So if you're by the ocean, you're in the low country as opposed to being out in the part of the state that's like near the Appalachians. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Cause I was thinking it was like a technique that was like, you put it on like a low boil or something. And like some of the ingredients are kind of country. I just, yeah, I wasn't sure. I vaguely remember a talk about, you know, the, the country, the bayous slash countrysides of South Carolina. Yeah, so it's just, it's just, that's where it gets the name from. And then you're right, it's just, you're just boiling like corn, potatoes, sausages, shrimp, and then you throw in crab. Well, you can throw in crab too. You can just do it with shrimp. But yeah, basically you just bring it to a boil, throw in some uh, seasoning, and then yeah, you dump it out on a big, like a big table or something. You just kind of, it's fun. You just sit there and like pick at it and have a shrimp or have some crab legs. But yeah. Kind of the same way that, like, when you go up to the mountains here, right? I was drinking at a bar, and they were like, what do they call us? Like, flat something? Or basically, they're like, you're not mountain people. You're from the flat part. Like, oh, yes, I live in Seattle, which isn't that flat. But that's what low country is. Like, you're not, you're not from the other side of the state. You're from the low country. You're, you're basically, you're at uh, sea level. Dude, I get that. Because every time I see people from Colorado, they look like mountain people. Like, they have, like, a vaguely, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like people from Western Washington, we have, like, that amphibian-type skin. Like, it's always, like, pretty moist in the air here. You cross over the mountains, people are, like, a little more reptilian. Like, their skin's, like, like you know, when we go over there, like, my skin gets up, it gets, like, a little drier and more resistant to the sun. But Colorado people are just weathered, man. They got, like, those deep, like... You know, I don't know if it's from like the wind or what, but like those people are hardened, man. And like, you know, they're tough. Like, just look at him. You're like, that guy's wiry, but like, man, he could just, you know, I feel like he could survive in the woods for days, like days with no equipment. You know what I'm talking about? Am I crazy here? No, 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 no. You're right. And definitely like people from Colorado have a way of dressing. By the way, Colorado people love their flag almost as much as Maryland does. <laughs> I see that yeah. flag a lot of places. And yeah. I was like, damn, they love that flag. I mean, which is, I can't, I can't talk shit. I'm from Maryland. I mean, we put our flag on everything. And your flag is obnoxious. Like, it's loud. Oh, yeah. It's loud. Yeah. I still play in those Maryland soccer socks. And, like, every year at the beginning of public, somebody, like, I remember some girl this year, I didn't even know her, and she was like, I can't hear you over this guy's socks. It's like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sick burn. Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think that's all I had on there. By the way, if you're looking for good crabs, down in Georgetown on Michigan Avenue, it's just called like the Seattle Seafood Shop or whatever. But they're talking about putting in a brew pub. And we were buying uh, Dungies, Snow Crab, and some King Crab legs. They have a massive smoker. And they're like, 
we're going to smoke some salmon later. And the guy's like, lemon pepper. And I literally put like my hand on his arm and was like, you had me at lemon pepper. Just like, all right. So you, when, when's the brew pub opening? Like my eyes are like saucers in here looking at all these crabs. Like just, just take my money. Dude, Ted, <laughs> now you got me wondering, man. Like I don't want to blow up your spot if this is the situation, but before this podcast, we were talking about your, your crab uh, experience and you sent me a photo and I heard you not mention that type of crab in that description. I mean, are those things legal? The Norwegian king crab legs? Yeah, yeah. I was like, did you leave that out intentionally? Like, god damn, dude. I didn't realize you were like getting illegal crab and soda in Georgetown. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I am bad. How with deep money. in the game are we? <laughs> I, I, have, I have been known to have been bad with money at a bar buying beers for people, but I am honestly a little embarrassed how much I spent on those crab legs. But with that said, it was arguably the best crab meat I've ever had in my life. Well, dude, the way you said it, I'm like, is this guy eating like endangered crabs in his free time or what? It's like, because like, I feel like you're very detail-oriented, especially with something like crab. And I was like, wow, he really went out of his way to not mention the Norwegian king crab legs. Then, like, he just sent me a photo of with two huge ones. He's just smiling ear to ear. Like, God, man. Just <laughs> yeah. All right. So Sean and I went over. There's an Asian market over in his neck of the woods, right? Over in Burien. I forget the name of it. But it's like super cool. Like H Mart. What's that? Is it H Mart? Is it an H Mart? I don't know. It's next to a big five. All right. But I mean, they got everything in there, man. They. <laughs> well, I was laughing. The only thing in there that's not like an Asian brand is Pringles. And I was like, all right. <laughs> Like, not hating, just kind of wondering, like, all right. Uh, but they have tanks with fish. I mean, you can get a whole pig's head in there. I don't know what you're going to do with that pig's head. But Dang. you can buy it there. So anyhow, they have a thing with live blue crabs in there. And Sean was like, don't you love blue crabs? So I go over with the tongs and start messing with them. And I go, ah, we can't eat them. And he's like, why? And I'm like, they're females. He's like, how do you know the crab's a female? And I was like, well, first of all, you can look the tab underneath the belly. And it's like wider and there's three going across. So now it's a female as opposed to one straight one going up. Uh-huh. Uh, and I looked at Sean. I go, you're impressed with my crab knowledge. But here's what I wanted to ask you guys. He brought up a good point. I go, you don't, you don't eat females. And he's like, why? And I, Is the meat different? I go, I always heard the meat was a little mushy. And then like Chesapeake Bay blue crabs, it's just like it's a faux pas to eat them. And he's like, right, but they're already caught and they're in the tank. And I was like, huh, I don't know. Like, I guess it would be okay to eat them, but it was just ingrained in me. You know, like sometimes you tell children stuff that's not true just so they don't do it. I'm (laughs) like, can you eat female blue crabs? Dude, my guess, man. Uh, Okay. (laughs) We are the Wealth of Misinformation podcast for a reason. I know almost nothing about crab i've probably had crab twice in my life but aside from being in sushi my guess would be that we're talking about breeding here we're talking about successive generations of crab and making it so there's blue crab for the next you know for the next people to come along so my guess is that maybe this is a custom thing where in maryland like they know how valuable the blue crab is and you know one male can impregnate hundreds of females so you want to keep the females in there and just you know make it so there's more blue crab for next season to be my guess maybe in 
whatever. See, we don't even know what kind of Asian grocery store this was. I mean, it could have been a Wajimaya, could have been Japanese, could have been H-Mart, could have been Korean. So I don't want to say Asian custom because I don't know which Asian country we may or may not be talking about here. But uh, I would guess that maybe it's a cultural difference between the people, the fine people of Maryland and whatever country that came from. That being said, if you ever find some illegal, perhaps endangered crab, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, crabs have been around forever. I want to say horseshoe crabs go back are like almost prehistoric. Whoa, why'd you wink at me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you winking, dude? <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's take a break there. I'm full of endangered crabs. <laughs> Exotic endangered crab meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We'll take a break here. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> All right. Thank you to our sponsors there. Uh, feels like maybe we're sponsored by Muscle Milk tonight. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think our sponsors, Norwegian King, King Crab Legs and Muscle Milk. Matt, do you have one you want to throw in? Uh, the Pat McAfee Show. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> Nice. I thought you were complimenting Aaron Rodgers for his appearances on that show a while ago. I I love him on there, and I he almost won me back over this year. And then I was like, nope, still the same dude I thought he was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I definitely flip flopped. I try to get some information because you don't want to just flip flop. It's okay to change your mind, but right. you need to have information to back it up. And I was just like, and and also like, Aaron Rodgers has a great life. He doesn't have to sweat anything. And I respect him for going on there. I. Like, look, I won't lie. If you watch the clip, like when he brings up, like, well, I got some real good medical advice from my good friend Joe Rogan. Like, McAfee puts his hand up. You can yeah. tell almost giggling. I saw that part. Yeah. Mac. Yeah, I'm still a McAfee fan after watching what I saw. Oh, yeah. McAfee's the man. Yeah. All right, Kyle, we got some emails there. <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, furiously typing that into my browser so I can watch it when, when this is over. <laughs> <laughs> i will say uh mcfee does a good job he puts out uh like if you're just on twitter like i, I want to say he's on xm or something his radio show but he does a good job of like just putting out stuff on twitter so you can like see clips and then be like oh i might want to go watch the whole show i think they have the whole show on youtube right yeah like he's, yeah. he's always out there he's put he pushes out content and he's just funny because he talks about sports without just being like straight x's and o's yeah um miami jake thanks for the email uh i won't read it on air but appreciate that uh greetings to the greatest obscure sports cast in all the land all the land (laughs) uh so i think we were talking about serial killers oh like celebrities being serial killers um so serial killers who would i not be surprised by knee-jerk reaction was shatner I mean, it's his face on Michael Myers. Then y'all had to keep talking and the wheels started turning. In no particular order, Marilyn Manson, Tom Cruise was a good call, David Spade, Angelina Jolie, Kevin Costner's. After you see Mr. Brooks, you'll buy it. Dane Cook and Trent Reznor. LARP on. Scott, the friendly IT guy. <laughs> All right, Scott, the only thing I would say is like Marilyn Manson or Trent Reznor would not be shocking. <laughs> it's already pretty dark. Uh, David Spade, I mean, look, 
that's a short dude with a full head of hair at his age that I I just imagine swings a big old thing because he's always dating Hollywood dimes. <laughs> like he seems Joe Dirt is. Oh yeah. Oh my God! You should look up David Spade's like dating record. It is unbelievable. So it's like <laughs> he just seems too happy to be out there killing people. <laughs> <laughs> dude i typed in david spade girlfriend and they just immediately have comparisons between him and the tiger king they really do look similar <laughs> yeah david spade's been slaying it for years i also really respect spade because i read this whole book about uh chris farley and stuff and like when farley died he caught a lot of heat and he was like he was like yeah i caught heat because i hadn't really hung out with him in a year or two but he was like do you know what it's like to hang out with a junkie? And I loved Farley, but he was like, we'd take him to rehab, then he'd relapse. And he was like, and he was mean to me when he was all messed up. I was like, yeah, I don't blame him. I mean, it's kind of what a real friend would do. Yeah. yeah. God, you were not kidding about these dimes. I'm, I got to save this for another time. Fall down that rabbit hole. Oh, wow. my God. I, right. And it's been like a three decade thing. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, bomb cyclones and serial killers. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Regarding the discussion about the bomb cyclone and hurricane, bomb cyclone and hurricanes and stuff. The short answer is that they're both rotating. Oh yeah, we were trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah what was a I monsoon? Think, yeah. I think I messed up cyclone with typhoons. Uh, <laughs> so the short answer is that they're both rotating storms caused by an intense low pressure area. Hurricanes and typhoons are the same thing and tend to have heavy rainfall because they form in the tropics over warm water. Uh, lots of evaporation. But from a wind perspective, the same processes are at play, and the bomb thing is just in reference to it forming rapidly, really rapidly. I've attached some cool satellite photos of the storm Ted was talking about. For the Cobb topic, I can see Nick Cage being a weird serial killer. That man would uh, have like a pool full of lampreys or something. He just strikes me as a little bit intense. Agreed. Yeah, he's insane. <laughs> That's a great answer. Uh, freakishly relatable content <laughs> to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. I swear, your last episode was written for my daughter. Cobb, school dances are back. I have a high schooler who recently attended her homecoming. She and her friends showed me videos of their impromptu rap karaoke on the table tops along with some stage diving this is the first dance she went to since her freshman homecoming which wasn't as uh, which wasn't well attended she's a junior so this is also her first high school year that hasn't been affected by covid as much maybe that's why almond joys have always been one of her favorite candies and we recently found out she's allergic to peanuts too dang that's all right uh ted somebody's kids gotta eat them (laughs) yeah Dude, I'm at, I'm at the point now where I'm like eating them just so like I don't get to the point where I like can't be in the room with them, you know? Like now I'm just beasting through. I'm like I just I'm not gonna accept the fact that I'm allergic to these or avocados. I eat both. Oh no, I was talking about almond joys. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, there's a candy out there for everyone, man. I went okay. Just as a quick aside, I went with uh, the girl I'm dating to Seven Eleven and. I feel like I'm a mainstream candy guy. You know, hit me with some Reese's peanut butter cups, maybe some Swedish fish. Dots is one of the weird ones I'm into. But, dude, she picks up a whatchamacallit, a a thing of good and plenties, and a Rolo. I was just like, who on earth? Like, what? 
And she was calling, she was like, you eat all the crazy candies. Like I eat the normal ones. I was like, you have got, uh, like, we're the only two here, but you have got to be out of your goddamn mind. If you think that Rolo is a regular candy. Look, I like a Rolo, but if she's eating good and plenty's in Rolo, like, what is it, 1975? Thank you, Ted Smith. <laughs> Thank you. And good and plenty suck, man. They, they make oh. a better version. It's called Mike and Ice. Oh, my God. Dude. Okay. Ted, I just, I need you as a little angel on my shoulder. I'm going to start FaceTiming you in for these things because this is the kind of sense I was trying to talk into the woman. It was not happening. Can't FaceTime me, man. I'm not in your iPhone cult. <laughs> I'm zooming you in, baby. Right, Ted, hit me on that Instagram video. <laughs> I need you, Ted. <laughs> Straight Sense with Ted Smith. Dude, that's an app I'd pay $10 a month for. Straight Sense with Ted Smith. You just you hit a button and boom, Ted's in. You're like, hey, Ted, do I go to the left or the right? You're like, right, always right. You're like, Ted, does my ass look big in these? Like, yes, it does. Like, you get one question. What? <laughs> the problem is you, you hit me up for a video with the girl like, Good and plenties, and you know, I, I mean, who knows? Might be ten o'clock on a Friday. I'm like, good and plenties. That shit fucking sucks. You're better than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Move on. Find a new girlfriend. Right. <laughs> real advice. Real talk with Ted Smith. <laughs> oh man, I'm in for ten bucks a month for sure. Uh, going back to the email, Ted. Congratulations on your goal. The weather is definitely not conducive to playing or watching soccer. My girls' team just made it to the state tournament. You have to check out a couple of uh, these goals from this year. The first one, uh, my sister, the goalie, drop kicks it to my daughter, the forward, for a keeper assist. The second one, I think the announcer is just as pumped as my daughter. Uh, He said she put the defense on ice skates and couldn't stop talking about it for the rest of the match. And then she sent us some pictures. XOXO, Dom. Thanks, Tom. That's awesome. And good for your daughter, man. Scoring goals, getting up there. I also like there was an assist from the keeper. I mean, Joe keeps trying, but in my league, it's half field. You can't throw it over the midline point. He's got to get that balance in there. <laughs> I know. Like, he's like, can I boot it down to you? And I'm like, I know physically you can, but they're going to blow the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Ted, you're, I'll just say it, you know, in 2021, you're the, you're the, uh, what's it called? The, how do they say that? I don't know. You have the most goals scored on this podcast. So I feel like you're the right person to give that compliment. Are you talking about giving me the golden boot for this podcast? Cause I have a goal, <laughs> <laughs> the golden boot, the dog of the day, whatever you want, man. <laughs> or I guess dog of the day, maybe it's negative. Never mind. I could be one of the three stars for our hockey fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right uh, <laughs> uh you know what let's just go into what's madness hey, hey what's good what's madness uh before we get to what's maddening hey, hey what's good what's madness check out what's madness hey, hey what's good what's madness uh before we get to what's maddening hey, hey what's good what's madness check out with what's maddening all right. Uh, well, I've uh, yeah, I've been adapting to life down here in Palm Springs. Go Firebirds! We just announced the uh, the new farm team for the Kraken. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, they got they got a dope logo. Um, and already ordered a shirt. And yeah, pretty pumped about it. Uh, this weekend was a lot of fun. 
Um, we went to that outdoor market. Cobb took Cobb and I went to it like a couple of years ago and has been oh. just like not a thing for all of COVID, but it's back and it was wild last Thursday. Um, cause this weekend was also Palm Springs pride. So, Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the turnout was all like, people were already in town Thursday night and the, the outdoor market was going off. Uh, but we had a great time and then we went to pride on, uh, on Saturday night or Saturday during the day. Um, there was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, they shut down the whole main drag of downtown, uh, and had pun intended <laughs> dude. As a matter of fact, there was a lot of drag shows going on. Right. Uh, <laughs> we thought there was one at the four twenty lounge, um, at 3 PM. So we were like, okay, third eye blind isn't till eight 30, but if we show up at three for the drag show at the four twenty lounge, we can smoke weed and watch a drag show. There's going to be a bunch of drag shows later, but we can't openly smoke weed at any of them. So let's right. get there in time for this. Well, that drag show didn't happen at the 420 bank. I don't, I don't know what was going on with that, why it didn't happen. But so we got there. <laughs> there is some irony to that. Like the week, the place you can openly smoke weed that there's like, ah, screw it. We'll do it next year. Yeah, <laughs> hand me that blunt. <laughs> Basically. And, and we showed up like, where's the drag show? Uh, Guess it's not here. Okay, well, uh, let's get uh, not your father's root beer, <laughs> ten milligrams, and uh, smoke smoke a jeter and hang out. I guess just like we would have done if there was a drag show. So it made no real impact on our day, except <laughs> now we're at Pride in like ninety degree heat, way earlier than we really need to be. Um, so we walked the main stretch a couple times. Palm Canyon drives amazing. And it was like, it was, it was a party. It was a lot of fun. Um, and that was, and then we came back and we like, we kept going back to the 420 bank and just like, that was like our home base. Ted, it's amazing in there. Please come visit. Like, yeah. I mean, I get it. Right. It's like, I don't, if I was down there, I'd do, I would be doing that or doing the same thing. Like, all right, we saw a drag show. Let's go get a beer at that place real quick, and then we'll come back out. Yeah, yeah, we don't drink, but there's a yeah. there's a weed bar essentially where it's just like, well, that's that's our home base, and so we were just going out. And then, as I mentioned, Third Eye Blind was going to be there. Um, I love Third Eye Blind. Just yeah. Well, how many of their songs do you love? I could probably sing every song off the album that got big by heart. That, that was like the first band I was ever really into. Okay, cool. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really like that semi-charmed life one. And then the other two hits that I knew from them, I don't like. I don't care about uh, Jumper or how's it going to be. But they also have this one called Never Let You Go or Never... That, I'll never let you go. Yeah. I didn't know that I'll was never them. let you turn around your back on. Yeah. Oh yeah. And didn't that come out kind of recently? I don't know. Uh, it looks like they were active from 93 onwards. Uh never never gonna let you never let you go. Is that the song? Yeah. 
pretty yeah. recent, 1999. God damn it. Wow. I just looked up Third Eye Blind songs because I was like, how many do I know? And l- as I clicked on it, it's like 1999. Okay. So more recent than their other ones still, right? <laughs> God. You're right. It's two years older than the other big hits. Yeah. So I... <laughs> we old, boys. <laughs> we, we, uh, that's got to be a new one. What are these kids playing? <laughs> I thought it was like five years old. I, yeah. Anyways. I was Stick to like, the classics. That song's a banger. I had no idea it was them, but they played that like third or fourth, and uh, but I didn't recognize any other songs. And that one was like a sweet bonus. It was like this song's good. I didn't realize this was them. Uh, so we had a good time with that. And then we got a little bit bored and we're like, ah, our, you know, we've been out here for so long by that point. And over at the 420 Bank, Exhibit was there doing a hosting a talent showcase for like uh upcoming musicians to get a record deal for a one song record deal that hosted by x gonna give it to you yeah x was gonna give it to someone that night and uh that was fucking awesome getting to uh yeah see your ride what i was like yo i just pimped your ride right i mean i watched that show so much and you know yeah, he he was the coolest. I didn't go say hi to him and like try and get a picture. I could have. It wasn't like that crowded, but it was just a really fun like, OK, you know, we're not staying for semi charmed life for like another hour of third eye blind until they're definitely closing with that. You're not going to finish a set with jumper like that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little depressing. Right. So I literally told I'm like, there's no way that even how's it going to be like, those are not going to be closed down the set. There's only one option now. They're either opening with it or catching us off guard with it at number two, or we're not seeing it. Let's go check out what the exhibits doing down the street. And yeah, that was super awesome. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just another night in downtown Palm Springs. How far is Palm Springs from L.A.? A little over two hours. Maybe three. Yeah, it depends on traffic, I'd say. I was going to say, that's a nice cash grab, your exhibit. Like, hey, come to the place where you can smoke weed indoors and host a contest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like, cool. Yeah. That place is awesome. That's where we saw Crazy Town back in the day. So, yeah, they, you know, I, I think there's, yeah, nice cash grabs for people in LA that want to come out to Palm Springs and, you know, hang out with me and Tyler while we smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That might have to be a January trip. It's that'd be a good time. Yeah. We'll be here. <laughs> um, yeah. So third eye blind and exhibit on the same night, pretty much, pretty much top the weekend. And then I won $320 in my picks league. And oh, what? wait a minute. You won money in a picks league last week. That was the craziest damn Sunday I'd seen in the NFL in a long time. Yeah. I was, we were tied going into Sunday night. Everybody had Pittsburgh on Monday. And then like the other four people, five of us were tied in first. All four of them had the Rams. And I was just like, number one, I'm betting with my heart. Fuck the Rams. Number two. Right. Love that energy. Love that energy. Number two, I believe in Mike Vrabel's defense. And, uh, you know, I like a little bit. Uh, I like the Adrian Peterson angle 
just the, he was coming back. I wasn't expecting to have a breakout resurgence game. I just I just felt good energy and I don't like the Rams and everybody else picked the Rams. You know, you got to have an upset or two in there picked to like break yourself away from the pack. And that was I put my money on the Titans and paid off well. So shout out I mean, Tennessee. That's fair. The big upset I had last week was Cleveland. Because I was like, everybody's hating on Baker. Baker loves it when you hate on him. Yeah. Like, he'll I, beat Cincinnati. But Jacksonville beating the Bills, I did not see that one coming. But what was it? The Giants? Who did they – did they beat up on, like, the Cowboys or somebody? I was just like, Jesus. Yeah, or no, it was the then, Broncos beat the shit out of the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, the Cleveland pick, I actually changed morning up. I was just right. like, I don't know. Baker's, you know, his wife's coming to his defense and like he's going to go, you know, prove his girl. Yeah, it was just like, oh, this is this has Cleveland's name written all over it this week. And I, I switched my pick. And so, yeah, that was a that was fun. The Sunday night game. I was like I had done all the math on everybody else that was near the top. And I was like, I was the only one with a different pick. And we knew we knew that I was either going to make nothing and everyone else would split four ways or I was going to walk away with 320 if the if the Titans pulled off the upset. So, great end of the weekend too. Yeah, and, boy. Yeah. Play what that kind of money you can afford some uh, Norwegian king crab legs. <laughs> oh, we're in the ballpark now. Good to know. I mean, it wasn't that expensive. They were expensive. Hang out till the end of what's Madden and you get a hint. That's <laughs> Matt, I feel like earlier. With, with something like that if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Norwegian king crab legs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think it's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Well, honestly, boys, we're not switching gears too much. So um, I wanted to humble brag and say that uh, this last week um, I got Franklin's Barbecue. Unbelievable. Number one barbecue in the country. They uh usually you wait in line for it for a couple of hours, but because Which of one? COVID, Franklin's. Oh, Franklin's. Yep, yep. Aaron. Or Franklin, I guess yep. technically. Yeah. So usually you wait in line for it for three, four hours. They sell out every day, but um, because of COVID, you can order online and just go pick it up. And so, you know, I ordered like a week out, went and got like um, yeah, I got a bunch of brisket, three pounds of brisket. It was amazing. Uh, but what I was realizing is Ted's out here eating Norwegian king crab. I'm eating brisket. Uh, we always talk about all of the stuff that we're eating and stuff on the cast. We always end up talking about food. So my question for people listening, what's the best food you ate recently? And we can, you can go white trash with us. I mean, you could be talking to me about pop tarts and hot dogs, or you could go, you know, ball out at canless, whatever. But I'm just curious for people like in the last, like, let's say month, like what's the best food you ate recently? Email us, email at the podcast.com. Uh, Literally the word email at thepodcast.com. What's the best food you ate recently? Boys? And that's a good call of saying it can be one way or the other. Because, again, those, those crab legs were amazing. So were the dungies and the snow crab. Go down to Georgetown and visit that place. But also, last week, I randomly had a breakfast burrito from Jack in the Box. And I was like, God damn, you don't like Jack? This is a delicious breakfast burrito. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I love about you. You go high, low, man. You play well, and like you, you could be out there meeting Obama, and then you know you're you're pounding beers at Sluggers. Yeah, right. I was. It just like caught me off guard. I was like, 
This was actually really good. I wasn't expecting it. All right, Jack in the Box, you got me. You got me, Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack in the Box still plays, man. That's that's the only late night food in Juanita, which is where I grow up, and so I'm very familiar with Jack. They also used to sell weed out of that Jack in the Box, so there's that. Oh, it's just that one. <laughs> they yeah. they used to. Someone else used to. They if you ever go and order a now, small a water, day. yeah. If you ever go order a small water in Juanita, enjoy. <laughs> It's a little local pro tip for you, boys. Uh, yeah. So I actually i I want to get it named after me and put on the menu of Sherman's down here, which is like a Jewish deli. Phenomenal uh, sandwiches. They have the Sherman Philly, which isn't an authentic Philly, but it's like it's good brisket. Um, you know, shredded like steak and then they also add like peppers and onions and provolone which i'm okay with those even though i know it's not authentic philly style but it's like the the broader american cheesesteak you know version sherman's version of it which is awesome but you can get latkes as bread on any of their sandwiches there they have one that they advertise get the beef and latkes and it's its own thing but somebody told me once, I think it was actually when I was there with Carson, the lawyer, and he might have been the one that told me it was um, somebody told me you could just ask for a lot because it's a bread on any of those sandwiches they have. And so I do that on the Sherman's Philly, but I also order a side of au jus to dip it in. And it is just next level. But it's like a totally custom order where I'm like. Swap out the latkes for the bread and give me a side of au jus, please. And yeah, my my goal is to become, you know, I just would love to have my name on the menu with that sandwich. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I'm going to make I, it happen. That sounds freaking delicious. I should mention, too, uh, there's a place. Apparently, I just hang out in Georgetown all the time uh, called Kalazi's Cheesesteaks. Oh, yeah. That place is legit. That dude randomly called into the men's room and he's like, yeah, yeah. Like I grew up on the East coast. That's my place. And then Thrill's wife went down there on Friday. Like I got in and they were, there was just one sitting on my desk. I was like, hell yeah. Wow. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Clausy's hits. I used to live, they used to have a location in Pioneer square right by where I lived. Definitely a fan. Yeah. And it's one of those like lunchtime spots, like 10 to four every day. It's like, you got to get in there. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah. We will definitely be back next week. Uh, the week break after will be Thanksgiving. We'll take a break and then we'll be back on it. But yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I got nothing to add. Maybe eat some good food this week. Eat some weird candy. If you, and just please email us. <clears throat> if anybody listening to this podcast gives, gives a crap about a uh, good and plenty, help us out. Because I'm with Cobb. I think, it, I think his girl's way off on that candy. yes all right from ctp and cobb i'm the ted smith is the podcast cheers